0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, it blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. And it blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk. See what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble bussin' in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hangin' hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact Everything that dies, someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty And meet me tonight in Atlantic City
1: I'm going to hit record right fucking now, and we're just going to get into how fucking stupid SummerSlam was.
0: Thank you. That's all I give a shit about right I now.
1: Watched, I watched the whole show, I'll tell let you. Let me
0: just say, for, let me preface our, before we get into uh, recor- recording. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into SummerSlam, because we're going to get, we're going to work our ways balls deep into SummerSlam. But here's the deal with the NFL updates. There's only two things to know. Uh, Reggie Wayne's a Pat. Doesn't matter. Jordy Nelson me see, doesn't matter at all. Seriously, does not matter. No. That guy does not matter at all. Let me just say, uh, Aaron Rodgers will make the next guy because he made Jordy Nelson. Yeah. And Jordy Jordy Nelson might as well be Cole Beasley. He might as well be Julian Edelman. He's a faggot. Fuck him. He's worth nothing. (laughs) He's a worthless piece of shit. I mean faggot in the classical sense of throw him underneath the bitch who's burning for a, a petty crime because he is timber underneath the worthlessness yeah. of a fucking criminal because no one gives a shit. Fuck you, Jordy Nelson. Fuck your 13 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers made you. He will put them in somebody else's hands. Uh Devontae Adams is like, oh, yeah, I'm six foot five, two 219 pounds. Fuck you uh by the way i'm second year in just like your fourth year in by my fourth year i'm gonna be fucking megatron 2.0 fuck you jordy nelson uh don't don't give a shit about you man no i would say wish you a speedy recovery but you've got like fucking 20 million dollars in your asshole. so yeah
1: he doesn't care he literally fucking
0: acl stays (laughs) ruptured fuck you fuck you all right, SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, say I gotta say this for one Fuck you, Jordy Nelson. And I never even talk like that. No. Fuck him. Yeah, but he's got so much hype behind him for no reason. Yeah, man. He is the most overrated piece of shit ever. Randall Cobb, it will be so much better than him. Sure. Oh, my
1: God, he's already better than him. Are you fucking ribbing me? That motherfucker is clutch. Randall
0: Cobb will Randall Cobb will have like 16 touchdowns this year.
1: Yeah, and he's from Kentucky. Think of yeah, dude. It proves that it doesn't fucking matter where you go to school, like, and it doesn't matter where you get drafted either because he wasn't a fucking number one draft pick by any means. I think he's like second or third round, and he fucking I remember literally his first game. I'll never forget this. I remember his first full, like, real, the kickoff. Remember that? Kickoff return. As- Saints, I'll never forget it, dude. I think it was the first play of the fucking game. Randall right Collins, through there, and I remember looking at my roommate at the time, which is this piece of shit motherfucker from fucking Ottawa, Canada, this fucking thief, this complete <laughs> piece of shit. But anyway. A fucking thief. I looked at him, and I was like, That motherfucker is money. I was like, watch, he'll get a fucking touchdown catching too, and he did, and it was like crazy good catch. And I was like, that motherfucker, because I saw him in Kentucky, and he was like the only thing they had. So yeah, I'm. Echo your sentiments. Fuck Jordy Nelson, that motherfucker. Most of the touchdowns, everyone acts like he was a god on. If you watch, that's all Aaron Rodgers reading the defense. That's all Aaron Rodgers reading. And no- Yeah,
0: and it's Aaron Rodgers coaching him up on how to run routes exactly yeah. how he wants them. And it's also Aaron Rodgers putting the ball right past the defenders, mm-hmm. right where every time he had to go get it, it was where he was beating the defenders to go get it. It was a perfect throw. Yeah. Uh And also, uh, you know, just there was a lot of times when you watch Jordy Nelson, like when they beat the Packers, when the Packers beat the Patriots, there was a long Jordy Nelson touchdown crossing route right across the deal. And they're like, oh, man, he just beat Revis for a touchdown. It was like Revis got picked like a basketball player on that team, and he wasn't covering Jordy Nelson anymore. Somebody fucking interfered with uh, Revis, you know, and got away with it. Somebody you know was coming up, and and Jordy Nelson was crossing, and somebody just picked Revis right off, just like the ref picked Revis off in the Super Bowl for Russell Wilson's first touchdown. And Revis was like, "You just picked me off. You just physically knocked me down, ref. What the fuck was that? That was a beautiful moment in sports." Yeah,
1: but uh, Deflate Gate, (laughs) right? Fucking
0: Deflate (laughs) Gate. Fucking refs. You want to talk about Deflate Gate? Fucking Seattle's first touchdown Super Bowl was a pick on Revis by a ref. Dude, that whole
1: oh my god, like literally it's all uh,
0: it's all, it's all deflate
1: Work. gate. It's all deflate it's gate, all
0: Deflategate, man. It is. All of it is. Like last night, bro. I have told so many people, if you don't fucking think uh referees check every ball that was ever in play since Little League, then you don't know anything about sports and you shouldn't yeah. fucking talk about them. That's you shouldn't talk it. about sports if you think that Brady had any control whether you like him or not you think he fucking gave a fuck or touched the balls before the game but do you also to that do you think that's the question do you think he touched them fucking balls before the game or had anything to do with their inflation or do you think the referees did yeah because they always do all fucking always
1: and and man, just before we,
0: slam, dude. well,
1: yeah, but before we get to SummerSlam, I'll tell you that because the Niners played last night and killed Dallas, and they it was all it. D. My mom told they me, she's good, like, man. it was seriously like a total defensive game for them. Like, their defense looked great all all oh
0: preseason. God,
1: yeah, and, and I'm so happy. At least we're not gonna be as bad as I thought we would be. We've, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised with our draft, other than our first round pick, who I thought was like, what the fuck? We need way more fucking, we need way more positions to be filled before that shit. And... What'd
0: you get first round?
1: We got that Eric Armstead kid from Oregon. He's a, he's a defensive end. We, I'm sorry, but we don't fucking need another young defensive end. We've got all we've already got guys that have been backups behind Justin Smith, behind Alden Smith, behind all these motherfuckers. Because really, all you Smith, know, Alden's gone. Yeah, yeah, I know, and and he should you be. needed that guy. Yeah, but that motherfucker, dude, he's another Lawrence Taylor, dude. He just needs to get the fuck off of this bullshit and focus like literally he would be the greatest defensive player maybe we've ever seen if he got his fucking shit together that's what's frustrating He's not going to no, he's not and that's why I'm I'm not worried about it. Like I'm like he's done. I'm like when I read like the giants were looking at him I was like good job. You're not going to fucking do anything with him cuz you think New York City's where he needs to fucking be? Jesus Christ. But anyway, so what I was going to say, Alden
0: Smith was, has been arrested like six fucking times in the
1: last 3 fucking years practically, like literally. Yeah. For the same shit, dude. He just, apparently he's got a substance problem.
0: He just gets fucked up and drunk and goes out in the public like a dumbass. And tries to fight or kill people. What the fuck's his problem? I'll be like, stay in your fucking house, you dumb motherfucker. It's like he's a... Stay in your mansion, you stupid fucking idiot. You can't get drunk in a mansion? You gotta go to LAX and be drunk?
1: you can't fucking hold a part. No one's gonna fucking call the law in your fucking house.
0: Do all your shit at home. You can't have somebody else drive
1: you around. Oh my god, dude, I know. That shit will forever be retarded. But anyway, what I was going to get at is it's proof that the refs rig shit for this reason only about the Niners game last night. There were a lot of things that they got away with. I'll admit, man, they fucking... Of I'm glad. I'm glad, but, like, it's pretty They should let
0: them get away with everything all the I, time. I hope that they... All the time. I hope. I want to see criminals attacking each other. I, I don't want to see this bullshit anymore. I want to see criminals trying to kill each other I until would, they're all dead.
1: I want it to be NFL Blitz, man. Like I think that's what football should be. If you're gonna be that anyway, fucking be out front about it. It's like wrestling. And segue to SummerSlam, right? It's like wrestling. It's like wrestling where, all right, yeah, everyone knows it's a work. Why don't you fucking say it's a fucking work and at least make it a good story? We're like, here's a great example. Like, uh, uh, just a quick foreshadow to the title unification match, which, by the way, you need to see. Rollins,
0: you you watch it. That with, looked like a great deal right there. Dude, you watch
1: that, and you're going to go, Rollins. And he dude. looked like
0: a white Power Ranger. I saw that shit.
1: Dude, literally, what I took away from that match was Seth Rollins is as close to Shawn Michaels as we're going to get. And I am not kidding, dude. He carried Cena. There were like two or three instances, even Carrie was like, Cena almost fucked that up, and Rollins totally covered it. Like, there was yeah. a spot in the corner where he was going to do the sunset flip into the fucking corner powerbomb deal. Cena yeah. fucking almost lost it. And fucking Rollins, it was awesome, because you see his face, like, literally, he rolls his eyes like this fucking idiot. He deadlifts that motherfucker up and runs all the way across the ring. I was like, that is a, that is A-plus work, man. That's like, nope, we're not botching. This is the big match Fuck you. And it was like, like, oh, my God. That's
0: good business right there. Fuck and, yeah. And,
1: and we'll get to the finish later, but God, dude, that was a great match. So, okay, if we're going to get into SummerSlam, we got to get into the night before the NXT show. Have you even heard anything about it? Oh, my God. Kevin
0: Owens lost his title.
1: No, he right? lost his rematch. He had already
0: oh. lost the belt oh, okay, okay. a month
1: ago, but it was a ladder match. What um,
0: Finn Balor guy
1: that dude's the future man he's like he's like you remember when jeff hardy you you remember when jeff hardy was like super over remember when he kind of like had the face paint going imagine jeff hardy but an incredible wrestler and not a dumb fuck
0: that's Finn Ballard. an incredible wrestler not just the guy at the creek
1: yeah literally he's such a fucking great presence like his entrance like carrie said it great my girlfriend man like she's so goddamn observant like she'll Mm -hmm. watch wrestling and be like that guy's not good is he and i'm like he's only been in the business two years and she's like i can tell and i'm like how she's like just watch him compared to everyone else and so her whole thing with balor was like that guy's like got a special thing like he's got a weird he's got an aura man like when you watch him you're like that, dude, because he makes shit that would be really stupid if anyone else did it. Like his entrance, when you watch it, you're like, dude, if anyone else is doing this, I'd fucking walk away right now. But he makes it so – he crawls to the fucking ring, man, like – but it's badass because he knows yeah. how to do it, and 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 he's just such a master. At like what I feel like with a lot of workers, and Owens does the same thing, is is their movement. Like, people don't pay enough attention to how a guy moves, not just in the ring, but in general. Like, if they can stay open to the camera and let expression kind of take over the moment, those two motherfuckers are, like, masters already. But, like, <coughs> overall, sure. overall the NXT show, I literally felt like I watched the first ECW pay-per-view. It was that, like mind-blowing like this is some new shit and like dude this is what was awesome it started out i've never seen anything like it triple h had a fucking lapel mic on to start the show and he's sitting there and he's like you know when we started this thing we were fucking." i'm getting goosebumps because it's real like he fucking came out there and did the paul Heyman deal from ecw where he just came out and addressed fans he's like you guys made this right here they sold out the same building SummerSlam sold out. NXT, man, to give you a snapshot of how huge that is. Developmental before the probably the biggest show of like Florida Championship before it became NXT would have been maybe 500 fans. They drew oh fourteen. They drew fourteen thousand to Brooklyn.
0: Well, were they in Madison Square Garden? Barclay Center. Oh, where uh, the Nets play? Yeah, and they've That's still cool.
1: three straight nights, and all of them sold out. So, you can say whatever you want. So
0: NXT is just as popular as WWE, right? Now. Oh, I, I, I actually. All the good guys have come from there. All the guys oh, that are there have come immediately from there. Cesaro, I mean, Seth Rollin, fucking everybody. They're everybody. the champs. They're the best. They're way better than anybody who's still lingering around. Way better. Fucking Kevin Owens and Neville and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and suck a fucking dick to and everybody so, who's even left. You know what? Everybody who's left, Big Show and it's fucking over. Kane, you can all go to get fucked, man. You're nothing.
1: Yep. They're and,
0: done. Yeah. Undertaker's done. I fucking yeah. watched two seconds oh. of what I could watch of that, and I was sick. I was like, this is shit. Yeah. I was like, this is just an old man getting his fucking ass whipped on by... I can't tell if they're friends. I can't tell what the story is, you know, because they're... It seems like underneath the work, like, I don't even know what the work is because you can't turn Undertaker into a heel even if you want him to do a rematch again, which this rematch sucked. Mm. Uh, like, to, to just the finish of it, to me, I was like, I heard that Undertaker, like, legit tapped and then... Uh, yeah. And then, I don't know, the ref just didn't in the match or something. And then there was something about time constraints or something. I didn't see the whole match. But uh, what I read about it, I was like, fuck that. And then I just don't. the stills and the clips of it that I saw, I was like, ugh. It just looked, you know, the best thing they can even do is just have Brock throw somebody around. And then they got him throwing the oldest guy around. And then, uh, uh, you know. What can Undertaker do? He has no motivation. It's just taken away from the title match, and it's uh, it's they've got nothing to fight for. And honestly, in real life, I can't tell if they're if they're buddies or if they're you know if they're buddies who would uh, fight each other and then be friends again, or if they're buddies that uh, or if they're they don't like each other. Or I think they know each other in real life and are friends probably. And. And I can't tell like what the fuck they're planning on because that's just like stop fighting, man. You should have fucking retired the second he beat you. You should have bowed I, in the totally. crowd. You should have taken a bow and dropped your gimmick for a second. And no, he should have taken a. He should have I mean, fucking. That's what I'm saying. He should have just ended it right. He there. Should've he should have taken said, the mic. I'm mind. a man, and yeah. I just got beat. I'm a man. I just got beat. Thank 21
1: you. man. Thank you. Yeah. He
0: could have taken his one time on the mic and and been like, I've been, everybody's in this in this whole arena for all my life, and you guys just loved me for it, and that's all, uh, you know, that's all you ever wanted to do. That's what he should have just said. He should have just said, all I wanted to do is wrestle, and you guys love me just for whipping everybody's ass, and now it's my time to hang it the fuck up. I am just a man. I am just a man, man. I can't do this forever. The facade is broken. As soon as you oh. beat him, the fucking... It was an only a holy streak. It was the only important record in wrestling, really. I mean, oh, you can absolutely. take all the fucking uh, days people been champions, oh, and that's more matter. important, maybe. But nah. that streak was the only thing that anybody outside of wrestling was like, there's a streak of something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they Dude. ended it, and you yeah. should have ended his... And so this, I don't know know what this is. He, he just looks fucking... And everybody's like, he looks better than he did. And I'm like,
1: eh,
0: I don't know. Does oh. he look marginally better than he did when he looked terrible at fucking WrestleMania he's, 30?
1: He's like, definitely in better shape, but I want to say this because this will make you love John Stewart more. They did a backstage deal with him and Heyman. Dude, he cut probably the best promo in wrestling. I'm not even kidding because he literally I goes... He did. This is what he said verbatim, and it's fucking awesome. He goes... You know, uh, you know who people remember here? They remember Joe DiMaggio. You know who they don't remember? The guy that beat a streak. He's like, how does it make you feel that when you went to New Orleans, what you did is you pretty much wasted everyone's money because you know what they came to see that night? Perfection. And you ruined it. And he's like, I hope you know that like your idea that Lesnar's going to be remembered forever. Let's see how that works out for you. And I was like, dude, dead on, like dead on. And and, and the only thing he could have added to that to make it even more real is like, why the fuck would you give it to him? Why would you not give it to a guy like Rollins or Ambrose or someone you can fucking make in 10 years? That's my problem with it for one. For two mm-hmm. – how the fuck – this is what I've said from day one with the whole fucking angle. How can you take the guy that's supposed to be the sympathetic, Dusty Rhodes-level babyface and you have him cheat every fucking week? And then, then you fucking do this match – and I will say this. I will say this. The match last night should have been the WrestleMania match. It was very good until – they went into the fucking goofy, and I don't care what anyone said. Vince McMahon fucking finish. I know it was, because it screams, well, we got to keep Brock strong, so what we'll do is we'll have him really beat him, and then blah. It makes Taker look shittier, way shittier. And when I, when I heard the crowd when it happened, it was totally like, what the fuck? Like, literally, even their official Snapchat story has this fucking guy in the crowd going, what just happened? Like, literally, for real, just going, and there's, like, no reaction for, like, a second. Then everyone pops for literally two seconds, and then Heyman took the mic and was like, fuck that. Brock fucking won. It, and, and the thing is, is it's not even, like, an argument. That The way they did it is so dumb. Like, well, the ref didn't see it. That makes your refs look fucking illegitimate. It makes your whole thing illegitimate. And then when Taker wins, and he didn't even tap out, he just fucking passed out, that's even a cop-out fucking bullshit thing too. Because I, how do you take a monster like Lesnar, who has literally not lost in two fucking years, and then you do that shit? It's literally like you're doing Cena, but now Brock's Cena. That's what it feels like. It's like, oh, so no one beats Brock clean anymore? Great. So now no one's ever going to get over. Great. No. Unreal man and and no one's ever
0: gonna get they're gonna have to people are gonna have to start dying before It's to that I'm point. serious. That's yeah. the sad reality of it is people are gonna have to start dying in the ring or out of the ring before they ever change what's gonna happen and we're all gonna see something horrific at the stake of Vince not evolving the business. That is a hundred
1: percent it, man.
0: Old people, old people, there's so something about, Um, I was listening to Stone Cold and, and X-Pac or something, and he was talking about, or no, maybe I was, talk, I was listening to Stone Cold and Paul Heyman. Okay. And uh, Paul Heyman was like talking about how Dusty Rhodes told him, you know, where's the money or whatever? Where's that at? It's the most important question. Yeah. And it is the most important question. 100%. And it's not there right now. I don't feel like WWE, it's just numbers. It's not running off of popularity. If it was popular... It would have way more numbers. If it was as popular as the UFC, it would be making that much. I don't. I think that UFC is probably fucking whipping its ass on like an individual pay per view. Oh uh, yeah. And sure. and and fucking UFC isn't paying its roster dick, and they're making way more money. The is WWE, more-
1: by the way. I heard which sucks.
0: Making more profit, and so anyways, the the Paul Heyman got to uh, like this point where sometimes the old school people like dusty roads or whatever, like sometimes their ways carry in and there's a good thing, you know, like that's, that's how you run the business is the old question. Where's the money? And, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a guy has, has he's like, I know where the money is. I've got the money. I have so much money. I, yep. I, you know, it's unfathomable for me to even think of how to make more money. So, uh, I think that what I think, what I think is where the money's at. What I money's at. So what I think is these old archetypes that I want. That is not what the fucking faints want. Whether you, know, it's fucking. It's a work. It's a fucking. It's a theme of of ongoing fiction, motherfucker. So just write it to a point where it surprises people. Yeah. In a way, they desire the people lose. But, but make them lose to people in matches that people remember again. Because no one, no one remembers Hulk Hogan. I don't remember him. I don't give a fuck about him. No one's gonna remember. I'm serious, man. No one fucking, even just friends. I just talked to casual friends, uh, this weekend about wrestling. I was like, top yeah. three wrestlers, go. None of them said Hulk Hogan. No, they said Shawn Michaels. They said yes. real wrestlers. They said Shawn Michaels. Stone said, Cold. Uh, one of them said Ultimate Dragon.
1: Wow, that's I was a like, bad. Yeah, sucker. I was like,
0: holy shit. And then uh, Ray, you know, probably. that sort of thing. I, no one remembers.
1: You know what's really funny? No man? one
0: remember. No one's gonna remember these guys that Vince has pushed like this. No you, one.
1: You know what's even really?
0: Brock, I even agree. Even Brock goes, people are gonna be like, man, I can't wait till some fucking. I, at least Brock has a legitimacy about him, but that's why.
1: That's why Brock will be remembered in my view, but he'll be remembered as this dude because this is, and you'll agree, you'll agree with me in this sense. They'll remember Brock in his first run. When he wasn't a UFC guy because his style has cha- I thought about that too when I watched the match last night. I was like, wow, man. They're fucking- his style has evolved to- and I gotta give him credit. Like, when he came back, he was like, I'm not gonna be the same guy. I'm gonna be the UFC guy. He literally wrestles like he can't wrestle. He wrestles like I fight. And that I dig a lot, man. Cause he's one of the few guys that gets it. Him and Ambrose. Where they're like, my style has to reflect me. Like, Everyone else is the same fucking shit, man, and I'm just like, how mm. can you be compelling as a character? Bray Wyatt's another one too. He's the mm-hmm. he's the fucking man. I told Carrie last right. night. That's another thing I got to talk about is that fucking match because the way they treat that guy is an abortion. But this is what I'm I feel about Vince. Who I've, did
0: he fight? I can't even remember.
1: It was him and and Luke Harper against Ambrose and Reigns so you know how that fucking ended anyway yeah it it was a goodish match but no time really and just the usual
0: you know like those did Reigns uh, win by pinfall yeah of course
1: it, he, <laughs> he he no 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 it's the worst because he beat Bray clean there's yeah, no there's nothing yeah so anyway uh, I'll get to that cause literally the way they book bray is a whole other because, like i I'll tell you what I think about oh yeah opinion. we
0: should do a ten we should do a seven minute how they book bray each week oh, podcast. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah yeah because I will and I'll oh.
0: do a seven minute uh how ref's rig games I'll make sure. all the notes I'll make a note yeah. I'll make a note of each rigging shit i see in the game and then you do bray wyatt's uh bullshit
1: when we get to that match i'll tell you what i would do with bray and we'll see if that's a lot fucking better but anyway um what I was going to say about Vince I think it's it's that old thing where like he doesn't want to evolve but it's also in his mind he's getting old and like I this is my theory I think he knows his time's up just on earth period cuz it, it I mean that's just the reality man like you know he's sure. got at best maybe 10 or fucking years of life honestly maybe that dude's done so many fucking steroids who knows how much cocaine fucking anything else I mean I'm just Oh dude he's probably too. got like
0: mad AIDS
1: Oh my god, so like, you know, and he never sleeps, like, he never fucking sleeps, he's literally on the road all the fucking time, so like... That dude's fucking shelf life is, is really to the end. He's like 70 now, so I'm like, dude, you're – and he looks bad. But anyway, my point is I think he literally looks at it like self-destruct button. Until I'm gone, I'm just literally going to run it into the ground. That's what it feels like. I can't help – every time I try to be optimistic, they do this shit, and I'm like, he doesn't give a fuck. He literally is just paying the guys that – this is how I look at it. He's paying Taker for being with him all through the Attitude Area. He's like, all right, thanks, man. I'll give you your swan song however you want it. And fucking he looks at Lesnar and he goes, thank you for fucking putting eyes back on my company when you came back three years ago. You get to do whatever you want. Hey, Cena, you're the fucking guy that we've jacked off to for 15 – no, like – fucking 10 years so here you get to decide anything you want oh and by the way i found out a story this may be just rumor that he fucking politicked apparently orig- originally when the divas deal started charlotte was going to come in and just kill Nikki for the belt and fucking they were going to go fucking john cena's like i'm fucking nicky and politicked and it didn't fucking happen and this is – I firmly believe that shit because Nikki has been protected more than any diva, man. When she loses, it's always to, like, the hot commodity, and she always gets her fucking win back. And it's so Hogan, man. Like, I see Hogan in us so much now.
0: Well, it's because they got their own show and shit.
1: Yeah, and it's just – but no one – Those even, fucking
0: diva shits is more fucking compelling than the fucking – I know, and it's sad. It's sad. It's more compelling than their real shit.
1: I just, dude, I this is what I would have done with the whole Undertaker-Brock situation. I would have, if you want it to mean anything, you have a triple threat for the fucking title. And if you really want to make something of it, you have Rollins go over either of them clean. There, and then next month you have your fucking one-on-one match. Who gives a fuck? Then it means something. But that's the problem anymore. They don't ever do the (coughs) thing that is so obvious that makes sense. Oh, my God. It's just like, why did we waste all this (coughs) time, all these resources to build this fucking match, and you do that?
0: Just go ahead and do what um, Eric Bischoff did and let the big old personalities you got, which could develop. Let now the personalities are gone. Actually, yeah. Let's say this: let the fucking wrestlers wrestle, and if you want to, you need to bring back a crew of of managers or something. I hundred. You need to have you you need to have bitches. You know, be good at man. I mean, even if it's like Lana, get her off the mic. She sucks right she sucks balls everyone just wants to look at her have yep. her fucking cheer on the motherfucker and shut the fuck up and don't have anybody talk i don't need anybody to talk i didn't need scott hall to talk you know he never fucking talked and when he did he was like awesome yeah but do fucking things yeah flip your fucking thing out i'm well, fucking he, he was like fuck you i don't have to fucking say shit
1: because he was a great performer he was great, yeah. man, and that's There's
0: so many times. I mean, I don't remember like Sid Vicious talking, uh, or uh, you know, Psycho Sid fucking. He
1: very rarely you know. did, and when he did, it was short enough that he always sounded good. And then when, by the way, then when he went back to WCW and they did give him two minute promo, it was the shits, and he was exposed and he looked stupid. And this is what I've always said about promos: you give a guy like Bray Wyatt five minutes, you give a guy like Jack Swagger two seconds two
0: seconds and they give him so they give him they're like they're like jack we need you to talk for four minutes before your match dude and he's like Uh. (laughs) oh he's like dude i couldn't shit for four minutes no i couldn't get up there and take a shit
1: and that's like the old school way of looking at going back to that is that's how it used to be dude is like If, like, Jake Roberts got two minutes because he was, like, one of the greatest promos ever. A guy like Bray, a guy like Bray, you give the – this is what I would do with him. I'll just get to that fucking – we went to the Brock Lesnar. There's nothing to fucking say about that shit. That's dead in the water. Literally – What would you do? With Bray, he would have never lost even to now. I would have literally had him win every situation he has been in because every situation he's been in, it wouldn't have been hurt by him winning. In fact, it would have been fucking proved. If he would have beat Cena in their feud every time, you give Cena an edge from it, and then you do the same shit you did with Cena. Have him win the fucking belt again. Have him die to fucking Brock. Who cares?
0: Wait, wait. Keep that exact train of thought right there. What if if they would have went with bray is the guy that john cena cannot beat that's what i mean. how how good that would have been i would have been like oh they've never
1: done it either they've never had one guy that has always beat cena and 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 i've had people this is what's funny this is how people don't like really pay attention because i've had people actually try to tell me that 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 was punk and this is what i always say i go punk never won clean against john cena ever 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 never there was always outside interference there was always a dq there's either a draw it was always bullshit the only guy that has ever beat john cena every time he faced him technically would be daniel bryan <laughs> and he beat him clean for the title nice. last year or two nice. yeah two years ago now yeah and what did they do they immediately had orton come out and beat him and that's the problem. So what I would do with Bray is I would still have him undefeated. I'd have had him beat fucking Undertaker again. I would have, and and I would have done it literally in five minutes. I would have had him. I go I forgot back that there.
0: Undertaker fought in WrestleMania after he lost. Oh and my won. god!
1: Yeah, against the hottest guy they have. Yeah. and and this is what I know they think. Oh, he's still 27. Well, this is what they think with Bray. He's 27. It's fine. We can rebuild him. And this is what I always say to that. No. you Look at Dolph Ziggler. You've worn his welcome out, and I hate it because he's such a good performer, but there's nothing with that guy.
0: He's, Here's what you do is you cash in when you've got it, and yep. you make the people who are young when they're young because yes. nobody was trying to wait on stone cold steve austin. No.
1: <laughs> that was 8 years. No one knows about this. That you know was what I mean? he had been in the business when he started getting his push, he'd been in the business 8 fucking years, dude. Come on. He had already busted his ass and that's the thing. You look at Kevin Steen, like literally that guy's been wrestling for 15 years. And for them to be like, he's not fucking what we want. I'm like, you need to get out of that fucking way of thinking, or literally, you will be WCW. And I say it again and again, man. I don't give a fuck. All these dummies that are like, WWE never be out of business. You keep fucking doing this shit. And let's look 20 years from now, and let's see. Because WCW was thinking the same fucking thing. In fact, WCW was in a way better spot than WWE is right now. Way better. They had fucking... Dude, when you watch some of the old WCWs, you want to know who their sponsors are? Fucking, like, Castrol. Like, all these legitimate businesses. When you see that shit, you're like, fucking Slim Jim had an exclusive fucking thing with that. That was hot in the 90s, man. That was, like, number one snack. So, now you look at WWE, who fucking uh, sponsored uh, SummerSlam? Edge Shave Gel and fucking Mountain Dew. And Sonic. Who, yeah, who gives a fuck? Like literally shit Half that – Half the
0: country doesn't even have Sonic. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit where I'm like, dude, you, you – They've got like, like regional sponsorship for a fucking worldwide company. Yep,
1: and it's unreal, man. And they think it's okay because, again, in their mind, they're still – Vince still runs that motherfucker like it's they 1990. It can it will, man. It will. Like e- the network was a prime example. They thought they were gonna roll that fucker out, and everyone's gonna jump on board. And it's been a slow fucking process because
0: they're like grinding out some fucking. They're like, they're like, we hit a hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's they're just like, like
0: our 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 giant company that pays. Brock Lesnar like twenty million a year. It's ridiculous. They're like, they're like, we pulled in five million from WWE Network.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, it's fucking unbelievable. They really are. They're Everybody. probably,
0: they're probably seriously. They're probably like, uh, you know, what do you how many think how many people do you think has WWE Network? Uh, half a million people, no. million people.
1: A little over a million, maybe close to two, but that's still garbage if you think about it. That's almost two years it's been around. That's terrible. It
0: costs, it costs uh, about it costs like uh hundred and hundred eight dollars a year.
1: No, eight Ye- hundred. Is, 9,
0: is it nine nine ninety nine or is it nine dollars a month?
1: Yeah, it's nine ninety nine a month. So you can okay,
0: so it's one hundred and twenty dollars yeah. a year. Yeah. Okay, one hundred twenty.
1: For every pay-per-view, though. and Times people,
0: two million. Yes. That's
1: a lot of so money. So
0: they're making $240 million a year from it, a quarter of a billion. That's not a lot, though, for them.
1: They, they had projected they were going to have about three million fucking – this is the whole thing about the network, and, and people need to remember. They gutted their pay-per-view business. The fact that now you got to go on the network – that, that is a good thing for the buyer. It's a terrible thing for the seller. And it's really unbelievable that they've done it because it's not that it's a bad idea. In fact, I think it's brilliant, but they've not utilized it in the way I expected. What I think they should do is what New Japan does with their service. Dude, you get like house shows and shit on there. There's constant updates of, of fucking content and it's not just old shit. It's like hey, we did this show in Little Shithole Kobe or whatever and it's on there and what you love is and this is what they should have looked at it as it's like a chronicling of someone's career. You can go in there and search someone's name and you can see fucking everything they've done that year. You can see a house show they did with whoever and that's what's awesome. They're slowly doing that they're starting to put some house shows up a little but I don't know, man. I think that they really underutilized that service. They could have an all-Diva show. They could have an all-Cruiserweight fucking show. They could do anything they wanted to. They could fucking make a sports center for WWE, and they don't. Well, they have a This Week in WWE, but it's not the same. It's all just fucking literally replays. That's all it is. And yep. I'm talking a fucking news desk. They have the people to do it, man. They have the fucking studio to do it. Make a setup. Literally be like, hey, so and so signed here, hey John Cena lost to Rollins, have a little panel deal like the fucking SEC and every other network ever. That it's over, man. What's funny about everything now is the in it's funny because now
0: hire Jim Ross back, pull your fucking heads out of your eyes. That's
1: number one because he is the fucking he should have been the voice of all voices for that company till the day he fucking died, and any other fucking sport would have done that. That's what's unreal man at fucking nfl the look at disrespect
0: that that goes around that oh place my
1: God, man it's, it's
0: surprising that vince mcmahon is probably a paranoid fucking psycho who yeah. stays in a room like he probably stays in lockdown with like 20 roided up colleagues around him yeah fucking with guns he probably goes like from place to place in a in a group of uh, SEAL Team Sixes that are <laughs> yeah. all John Cena doubles, yeah. And uh, anyways, and the real John Cena's long dead, and they're all just take shifts yeah. in the ring. They were they were Russian triplets that he made into a GI Joe American. He got American citizenship. Yeah. Whole backstory I'm going into. I know. anyways, the fucking point is uh, Vince is probably such a psycho. He's thrown so much disrespect that he's probably surprised that he's not dead. Oh, he's he- probably surprised that he's not long since murdered. And because he's murdered so many lives and careers. Oh, dude, he himself. murdered the business. The business that <laughs> he it murdered the business. He took the business it. over and then he murdered it. He changed it so much. People don't realize it in wrestling. He swallowed it up and then he shit it out.
1: Well, what he's done is he's taken the fans out of the equation. He has successfully made it a deal where he there's enough suckers out there and he's tapped into that dummy culture. And I'm sorry, but it's the truth. I've been to events. I've seen these motherfuckers not all of them there's a lot of them like us that we're like dude we just like good ass wrestling we love owen cesaro all those bad motherfuckers we don't care they we don't subscribe to the bullshit but most of them man are such wwe brainwashed motherfuckers like i am shocked like i thought okay like the way we were and the way i was especially is like when i finally got the internet i was like I mean, the shit on TV's cool, but I want to watch wrestling. So I went to Japanese shit. I went to Lucha. I wanted to know it all because I'm just that kind of guy. It shocks me when people aren't. I've tried to talk to people. I'm like, man, TNA. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, you don't even know the wrestling business? And you try to tell me what I need to fucking do and see in yeah. WWE? You don't even fucking know you don't even know what work is. You don't know how to book an angle. You don't know how angles work. You don't know how drawing money fucking works. And most people don't. And I'm not saying I've done it, but I know it's common sense. You give the people what they want. Like you, when you hear how fucking loud they are for Kevin Owens, put him in the fucking main event. He's ready anyway. That's why the Cena thing worked. Why do you think that the people fucking subscribed and freaked out about this shit when he beat fucking Kevin Owens? Like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's common sense. And why do you think the people popped last night to the fucking Cena match? Because for once, Cena's in peril, Motherfucker, he's human, and that's what they've never got. If they would have made Cena human from day one, they'd be selling so many tickets, man, because it wouldn't matter. That's why Hogan worked. Hogan got his ass whooped most of the match, then he came back. Cena just fucking beats everyone all the fucking whole match most of the time.
0: And they make him look good. And, and
1: it's always throughout the whole match, you never go, oh, Cena's fucked here. You always go, let's see how he fucking wins now. And that's not how you draw money. And, and just, I guess we can get to the Rollins Cena match then. The finish was epic. I liked it. I really I liked it. I would have liked it. It, it was I liked it. good swerve kudos to Jon Stewart man that guy fucking I mean I literally got out of my seat when he hit Cena with the fucking chair Carrie was like looking at me and when Rollins hit the pedigree and fucking got the pin I literally went "Ah!" because it's exactly what should have fucking happened and again it's a rarity because people don't remember this fucking Rollins this Rollins-Stewart thing's been going on for literally almost a year now, and no one thought about it. When he came down to the ring, I knew, I was like, this is it, man. Let's fucking see it. Let's do it. I hope, because he's retired now, I, I hope he becomes a manager. I hope he becomes Rollins' manager, dude, because I'm telling you, man, he is so good on the mic, and he's so fucking quick-witted. He is made for wrestling. He... I'm not kidding you, the Heyman thing, he, he, up, he, 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 shut, he shut Heyman up, dude. I've never seen I anything bet. like it. And Heyman literally did this. He goes, what did he say? He's, he fucking, oh, he dogged him, though. He did get the last word, and he goes, oh, I see they couldn't hire Letterman for this. And walked the fuck off. And Stuart, you could tell it was real life. Stuart was like, <laughs> But you know he loved that shit. But that's money. Just those two in the ring? Imagine that.
0: God. Those two Jews? Fuck yeah.
1: Just, dude, I I would rather Raw literally be... Master salesman. Let them have an hour of the three-hour fucking rape we have every Monday anyway. Have them have an hour fucking dialogue show against
0: each other. Let them represent the whole... Let them be like these two managers who represent the top guys. That would be unreal, dude. Let, let them fight. And
1: they're not let baby them, days.
0: Let, let... are Let Heyman and Jon Stewart have a rivalry and fight each other over who gets the best guys. Yes. And let... And let that be the war between them, not authority versus whoever, everyone. Oh, who cares? But not everyone because everyone's under them and it's not a, anything. It's not really anything. So you let those two managers vie for, like, everyone. You know, everyone who's good. The best tag teams. Not even everybody, not necessarily the champions or anything. Just like. Just, like, whoever they fucking want. They may they may insult the other one by not wanting another guy that he picks up. Yeah. They may be like, oh, you want Cesaro? Fucking good luck with that. I got Owens. Good luck with that shit. Or anything, you, you know, know, to insult yeah. each other. But that could be the deal. And those two could fucking sell that every week. Years, shit. man. That, that We is- just came up with more good ideas in 30 minutes than the WWE's yeah. come up with in 20 years. And I'll Since tell you. Since fucking... Since Stone Cold and The Rock. The and way, that was them.
1: Yeah, and that was totally them. And this is why. Because when you look at how things are done there, they've got 40 fucking writers. they got 12 department heads. They've got fucking Vince, who literally takes anything they write. Because here's the thing, like... I listen to a lot of podcasts from ex-writers, and they'll fucking tell you. They're like, dude, like, there's so many angles I've heard that they wanted to do. Where I'm like, that would have changed the business. Like, so many little, just like little things. And Vince
0: is like, Hey, dude, it's like, it's like Richard Linklater says in Slacker. It's like, you know, you make your whole life on these decisions, and you make that decision, and then the decision you don't make becomes its own reality.
1: Yes. And it sucks your fucking shit into a black hole, man.
0: People think what might have been with all this talent. And
1: it's and not a good thing.
0: thing. It's, it's like watching a it's like watching a young, talented person waste their life and die.
1: It so is, man. It's I,
0: like that. So all often the, it's a total it's a business and it's totally got people that are involved with the pure aspect of why they joined it and then they have the only avenue as a pro Yeah to it, do it and then it's corrupted but by one person there is or many a, people There,
1: there's a silver lining man because nxt is literally the beacon and it is and this is my theory on nxt this is what i think triple h's whole deal i really am a mark for triple h now because i slowly see what he's doing what he's doing is he's making real wwe in nxt He's taken what should be WWE already, the guys that should be the top guys right now. Like, dude, you know, the way it's been the last 10, 15 years is you fucking consistently put the young guys over. When Austin was winding down, they put Jericho over. So then when he's done, you got Jericho as a catalyst. And then Triple H beats him. And then what does it end up? It ends up being Brock Lesnar. The same year. And they fucking knew this kid may be young and green, but he's so incredible. He beat The Rock clean. What happened? Because Vince was there then, what changed? Your shit was selling then. And this is another thing, too, just real fast about the what could have been's, because this will fucking blow your mind and piss you off at the same time. Yep. WWF bought WCW. The original plan was WCW was going to take Monday Night Raw. They were literally going to take over Raw. WWF was going to become SmackDown. What the brand extension was, was literally WCW versus WWF. And they would have signed all the top guys. They would have put all the guys in. It was literally going to be separate. Shane McMahon was going to run WCW by himself. Vince would have had nothing to do. I remember those days. Yeah. And, man, Vince. I don't know what happened. It's simple. Uh, They did a test run on Raw in the main event, and it was so set up to fail. They put Booker T, who was the WCW champion at the time, in his prime, man. Booker was killing it back then. He was the only thing on WCW near the end that was really worth a fuck, honestly. Him and, like, Ray, you know? They were the only two guys left that gave a fuck. Like, everybody else was just, they knew it was over. It's like TNA now, but, like, way bigger. So... Way bigger and way more fucking important than TNA yeah. has ever been ever because literally you probably can't even remember anything TNA's ever done.
0: So, nope. Just yeah. like Kurt Angle and I can't remember. That's it. Yeah, and
1: Samoa Joe who now is in fucking NXT killing people and he's yet to lose too. And I'm like, that's how you fucking book, guys. You fucking – and that's Triple H. That's all Triple H. But anyway – What had happened was Raw did WCW title match. They did everything (laughs) WCW. They had their own announcers, everything, man. They were going full force on it. Match was bad. The match was booked bad, though. And literally the next day, Vince is like, scrap it all. And that right there, yeah, that's literally what happened. And that is the fucking perfect little... The little perfect snap into how he does things, if it's not the way he wants it. You could have steered that ship so easily, man. Just come back the next week and have Booker go... Fuck fucking Buff. Never use Buff again. That's all the problem was. If he's not a good worker, fuck him. Bury him and then bring the next guy out. Bring Scott Steiner back or fucking fuck it. Go where you need to go and have Goldberg come in and kill his ass. Now you've got an angle that matters. And they could have done it so goddamn easily. Fuck it. Bring the NWO in and be like, we're not for either you motherfuckers. We're here... To kill all of you, and now you've got a compelling angle that means something. That's game why do you think Game of Thrones is over? Because it's a constant wheel of moving parts, and that's how you tell a good story. And everything weaves in together when it needs to.
0: And everybody takes their turn, or else they fall off. If you remember take their turn. Yeah. You here's what you have. You have a championship and it has to be coveted. Yes. And it has to be coveted by all the players in the game. It needs to be... <clears throat> and they all have to have a chance yeah. at it. Yeah. And it has to be realistic. mm mm-hmm. uh, You know, like, it has to look like they actually have a chance eventually. Yeah. And they're all deserving, man. It's crazy that no, some people never get their chance. You know, like, uh, Rowdy, Roddy Piper and, uh... X Pac, I don't think was ever a champion or anything like that. He was like a fucking tag champ and like a European. fucking that was his big yeah pick. yeah that's his but he was one of the best wrestlers ever, man. Oh my I my god, he's like my. He's my favorite wrestler. He's still wrestling.
1: Hey, by the way, dude, just uh, this is almost a halfway for me to get you to get Twitter, but he told I've talked to that motherfucker on Twitter like two times. That guy is super down to earth badass. Like, if you talk knowledge about wrestling, because he's like us, man. When he watches Raw, he's like, that was a fucking steaming pile of shit.
0: Like, he literally is like, what is this shit? He's like, he's like springboard stunner. Oh, he
1: – yeah, dude. It's Did you see Stone Cold's tweet about that? Zero uh, effectiveness. Uh, uh, uh. He literally, I heard him talk about it. He goes, seen a stunner equals zero effective. Because <laughs> the one last night was literally garbage. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. Oh, my God. But anyway, no, what I was going to say is like you're saying, you got to make the belt mean something. And for example, like well, – In the heyday, what they would do is whoever got hot got the belt. So, like, when Kurt Angle got mega hot as a babyface, fucking Austin said, hey, let's give you the fucking title. And it was for a night, but you know what? It made it fucking like, man, when you're the top guy, you're the top guy at that second. Even if it's for a day, you're the champ. And that's how it used to be. And now it's like, who's going to give it to Cena now? And that's literally what the belt has become. It's like, well, how long is it till Cena gets it back, or
0: who's gonna give it back to Cena,
1: or fucking Orton, or Sheamus, or all those two or three fucking dudes that you know the office jerks off to. And did those are you the- see
0: that where Big Show said publicly on some deal he was like, I've been on TV way too much. That's- he said that, and I was like, what a humble guy and poor him, because, of, like, the crowd boos, and, uh, and it's no big deal, it's, it's, should, they should listen, instead of put the guys through that, cause, I, I bet Big Show's like, hey, uh, you're gonna, f- I mean, he could be a manager, I mean, oh, he man. could fucking, you know what I mean, those old wrestlers could start taking over, like, their bosses or some shit, you know, instead of, like, their bitches, That's
1: how it and is.
0: they're still wrestling and shit.
1: Dude, like, people forget that, like, Jimmy Snuka's first manager in WWF was Buddy Rogers, the first fucking WWF champion ever. Fucking, dude, why? Because he was older? He was like fucking younger than Hogan is now, man. But the difference back then is everyone, it was like there was more of a respect for the business in itself. So a guy that was 50 would go, unless I'm in good shape and I'm still over... I gotta, I gotta bounce. And so a guy like Cena would have never last it, cause he never was ever fully over. Like, selling t-shirts is selling t-shirts. Sorry to break it to everybody. That's not being over. I'm sorry, it's not. Because the people that are buying these fucking shirts are not the people that decide who makes the money. It's the fucking kids that fucking beg to their fucking parents, give me the shirt. That's who's fucking buying this shit. And by the way, What that means is, is you only have about eight years of influence and it's slowly, it's done now. You can see it. There's way less fucking pro Cena going on because it's all chicks and it's all kids. And the chicks are looking at other guys who look better than him, honestly. A guy like fucking Neville or Ben Balor who looks realistic. A guy that you may be able to fuck. And so they're like, I don't care
0: because Cena's getting older anyway and... I don't know, he man. He's never had he has a no, stick. He has no character. He has no direction. He, he never was, had nothing. No. He, he literally. Hey, he, man, your forty ers are going to be fine. Yeah.
1: I can't believe
0: it. I mean, they're going to be bottom of the fucking barrel in their division, but. That's actually fine. a good thing anymore because. They could be like 8 and 8 and still. fucked. Yeah, but, but. Maybe the. Actually, you know what I think is the Cardinals drop off hard.
1: I do, too. I
0: think they drop off harder than anybody.
1: They have it in their fucking head. Everyone has it in their head that, oh, well, Gordon, look at these moves they made. Every move they've made, I've looked at, and I'm like...
0: Carson Palmer fucking sucks. Yeah,
1: yeah and, and even who was the other guy that just signed with them that everyone fucking was just so goddamn amazed? I don't remember, but anyway.
0: Oh, they, I, got your old, they got your guy... Uh, Then they get Iapoddy or some shit or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like... I don't give a fuck. Cool, you
1: got a lineman. You still got to throw the ball and run it.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. I think they drop off. Dude, uh... Philly's going to be fucking... They're going to win, like, 13 fucking games.
1: They're still my favorite in the NFC. Seriously. Yeah. I don't see anyone getting close. And, I, and to this day, I still think Indy's fucking the favorite in the AFC,
0: too. I think. Man. Yep. Who you got in the AFC? I got Indy. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: 100%. and uh, 100%. I think Andrew Luck's going to be the MVP of the league, too, because he's got so many sick weapons now, and people really don't put enough... Emphasis on how good in the backfield fucking Frank Gore is catching. That motherfucker is really really underrated in that aspect. And they're going to use a lot of screens. They're going to use a lot of you know funky plays. And they, they've got the guys right now that you're just not going to be able to match them defensively unless you're just. They're just like,
0: going to be so good. Yeah. I don't know what their I don't know what their defense is like, but they got some good players. Dude, their defense. Uh,
1: no, their defense is. Uh, Solid. I don't think they've. Monte lost. Davis is good. I don't think they've lost a lot of guys either. And their defense last year was pretty fucking good. The only, yeah. they, they were a top five defense. People forget that in the season they were the only team last year with a top five offense and defense. Huh. It's just New England was monster, man. They they got on a roll and just, you know, it, it's just what happens. It's what happens. It's the same thing that. The fucking Giants did when they got to the fucking first Super Bowl they got with Eli. Like I, you know, in the NFC anyway, they just mowed through dudes. Like I remember seeing them against like Chicago, for instance. And that was like, such
0: a shitty. Wow. That was such a shitty team to even get in the fucking playoffs. So I, I was like, I know. they they were all injured all year, and it was like half the players fucking won half the games, and then half the players that were injured came back yeah. right when the playoffs happened, and I was like, God. I was like, the rest of their guys won the minimum game to get in the fucking playoffs. Fucking 8-8. Eight eight. I was like, I don't fucking believe in Cinderella's fucking stories. These guys are fucking just not even fun to watch. They
1: weren't fucking fun to guys. watch. They were super boring, but...
0: Anyway, the the I know what you mean. They got on a streak where they just yeah. swallowed everybody up. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? But that was to them, but the Patriots you are like, well, yeah, they're fucking yeah. They're like that every fucking year. So yeah. But,
1: um, what was I saying? It was about the wrestling deal. I think about... Uh, the
0: holds and shit? Well, yeah,
1: but I'm fucking... I was thinking about wrestling for some reason. We were getting on a point. I can't remember what it was. It's just, dude, this is a thing. Oh, NXT. What I really think Triple H's whole scheme with NXT is, because he, he has successfully created a brand that is independent of WWE while being under WWE, and that is so fucking hard to do. It's literally never been done that I can think of, where a, a something with a WWE umbrella outshadows main WWE. That's never happened before. Like, uh, I mean, even when ECW was bought by WWE, it never... They never got the opportunity to fucking come back and be <laughs> And WCW got buried. <coughs> so what I'm saying is Triple H... This is what I think his deal is. I think he knows that he's fucked until Vince dies, WWE-wise. So he went, okay, when he saw that NXT's potential, he went, I'm just going to create my WWE to buy time. And I'm going to build my guys the way I want my guys to be. And then when he's gone, I have my company, and I can tell the Canes, the big shows, who are really his buddies, Guys, it's time for you to either you know go or phase into another like what you're saying. Let them be a manager or an announcer or a just a personality man just or an
0: announcer announcer would be an easy job too yeah and and, and better.
1: And they they need to overhaul the announce team. I'm sorry. Send King the fuck home. I'm done with that guy. Respect the shit out of him, but I'm done with him. He doesn't add anything. Michael Cole is literally a squawking fucking puppet. Everything he says is Vince. And JBL was great when he was allowed to be JBL, and they've cut the nuts off him. So
0: they need – Hey, man, the new kid is the worst I've ever heard. Byron Saxton? Yeah.
1: You know what the sh- the the sad part is is he's good on NXT. He is amazing because Triple H lets him be fucking amazing. He's like that total like an analyst dude, but he's not over the top
0: about it on NXT. Right? Maybe uh, he's really analyzing them. And I'll stuff, tell but... you,
1: he is. And he 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 works for WWE. dot com too, so he's like a journalist dude. Like he does his work, and he used to wrestle, so he knows a lot of these guys. But anyway.
0: His personality is fucking like. I know. um, It's like a fucking dash.
1: I know. And they don't give anyone personality in WWE except for fucking the McMahons. Like, literally, they're the only three dimensional characters there are. Like, if you think about it, they're the only ones even remotely realistic because. Fucking Steffi is a babyface when it comes to the divas. She's a heel to everybody else. Triple H is a babyface to NXT. is a heel to everybody else. At least there's some dimensions there, and it makes you feel like they're human beings. But what I was going to say, this this is the dude that needs to be on WWE. Is a dude, Corey Graves. You need to look up some NXT where he commentates anything from the last year, because he commentates all that. What's his name? Corey Graves. Spells Corey like I do. And. Yeah. He used to wrestle as a guy named Sterling James Keenan and dude look his shit up too he was a great wrestler but uh yeah. they totally put him out like literally the old fucking trainer at NXT just it got him he has concussion syndrome so he literally can't wrestle again because they hey. fucking used to train these guys by beating the fuck out of them and it was unsafe and fucking ridiculous and literally his career's over because of it. And a lot of guys are. But anyway, he has transitioned into, dude, he, imagine punk rock Bobby Heenan, bro. He is that good as a heel announcer. His shit, like, you know Sasha Banks, right? She was like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. She's like the NX, she was the NXT person. She just lost the bill. He is like fucking super. He's like, she's the boss. You're, no one beats her. And I love that because it's like, he doesn't make any bones about it. He fucking has his favorites. And like, dude, he literally was like, the vaude villains are this team that's kind of like an old throwback team of like the guys with the handlebar mustaches and shit. They're a really good tag team. It's, it's cool actually. And so he fucking hates them. So he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, here's these damn hipsters again. He's like, really? You? I'm just waiting for him to come out with some past blue ribbon or some crap. Like these guys are ridiculous. So I'm just like. That, at least he's being entertaining. And he That's funny. And he is so good he adds to matches where he'll be like Absolutely, really. if you know and he does what we do where it's like, notice the leg, guys, he's really working that leg. That's gonna be a factor. He's a fucking right. announcer, man. Like he right. he doesn't call what you see. He's like, Well, coming into this match I heard that he's got a bad shoulder, man. Then of course they work the fucking shoulder and it means something.
0: Hey, hey, I gotta cut this short, but I I gotta go to work, but hey, two bold predictions about NFL, I'll make mine, uh, Adrian Pearson (laughs) breaks Eric Dixon's rushing record this year, single season, and, uh, 49ers, uh, win, win. Let's say the over-under is at nine and a half games. Let's put that, let's put that, let's put that there and uh, say that that's the wager and if anybody wants to put the fucking money down on that shit, nine and a half. I got, I got 49ers for nine and a half games this year. Nice. I think that's a good... After that's last good night, that's realistic. Goddamn goal, they better fucking... Yeah. The man, after I saw them take that fucking eight downs by the Houston Texans uh, on preseason, that was the first team. Yeah. Everybody's first team. That was like... Wait, no. It was not the first team. It was the Ryan Mallett and shit. But still, the Nuts. They fucking... Yeah. It was going against Alfred Blue, their first team uh, running back right now. Anyways, what's your two predictions? Go.
1: Two predictions. One is Philadelphia is going to win the NFC. That is a guarantee. I'm guaranteeing All right. that. A guarantee
0: um, goddamn T. Second
1: is I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to break out like astronomical. I think by the end of the year he's going to be a top-ten quarterback to the point where everyone is going to, bar injury obviously, because I always have to say that NFL is wacky. Love comeback. it. And hopefully I'm not going to curse the motherfucker. But anyway, I, I said to you, I was going to say that I think they win their division. I'm I'm still saying they're going to go to the playoffs. That that at least is the thing. But that's kind of a side with Teddy Bridgewater having a breakout year. That's fucking ridiculous.
0: Hey, let me say this about Teddy Bridgewater. He's the toughest fucking son of a bitch ever. And he's the littlest son of a bitch I know. Right he's so little. And bad. so... He could get hurt, but I think he's one of those guys that could play through pain oh, and man. also come back from it and anyways. Uh, like it. All right, man. All right. Fucking pleasure. We got to do this. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh, I'll probably be uh, off work on Thursday, man. Maybe i uh, come get some fucking dope and smoke with you. <laughs> All right. That works. I, I may be uh, working,
1: but actually I'll probably uh, be off that
0: night. Oh so. okay. Yeah. Uh would you working at uh where are you working at? Fred
1: Robin, man. I start Wednesday.
0: Yeah, eight thirty in nice. the
1: morning. I'm I'm gonna be fucking day crew, I guess, which is cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. So Good Yeah.
0: Fucking A, man, nice. Don't
1: fucking get hit with a bottle at work. Fucking don't take shit from anybody, fucking Sell them, sell them spike drinks so they
0: fucking spend more money I will not and I will not <laughs> alright All right, man I'll, fucking, I'll talk to you soon buddy
1: later brother Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
0: lucky in line at the deli I guess haha in my dentist's office